Minister Ken Wyatt says state and territory governments need to provide more funding in areas affecting First Nations people. Residents of Lismore are starting the cleanup again after a second flood in little over a month. And the top Aboriginal public school students in Western Australia have been recognised. The Minister for Indigenous Australians, Ken Wyatt, says state and territory governments need to provide more funding in areas affecting First Nations people. It follows the release of the federal budget this week, when millions of dollars were promised for remote housing in the Northern Territory. Community organisations say that this funding is just a fraction of what is needed. But Ken Wyatt says the onus is now on the state governments to do their bit. Sarah Collard reports for NITV News. Big money for a remote electoral seat with the highest proportion of Aboriginal voters in Australia and even greater needs. More than $400 million being poured into homes in remote communities in the Northern Territory. But the Minister for Indigenous Australians says it's up to states and territories to provide funding for other communities. Most of the funding for housing is now in the partnership agreements that we have with state and territories, including affordable housing, funding for homeless. And you know, I don't see the states stepping up in a way that they should be to ensure Indigenous Australians are housed in the same way they would house any non-Indigenous person. First Nation rangers caring for countries' land and seas are big winners with more than $600 million being promised to Indigenous rangers. Well, the idea is to increase uh, the employment opportunities through the ranger program. But the other thing that's important, I was talking to one of the rangers yesterday and he said to me, I really welcome this increase because he said, I want to stop Australia being a flammable countryside. He said, I want to teach people how to do cool burning, how to care for country. But there are critics with concerns not enough funding has been devoted to tackling incarceration rates, a key target signed on by all governments under closing the gap agreements. But the minister says the Commonwealth is playing its part. Who runs the jails? Who runs the police systems, states and territories? Now I'd expect them to stump up. We do provide funding in a number of initiatives. We fund Aboriginal legal services right across this nation. As the coalition and opposition prepare for a looming federal election, the minister says he's confident he can win the hearts and minds of voters. I work with people and I listen and then I act. I think that's the critical thing that members of parliament should do in their electorates. And I'm comfortable that from the comments I'm getting, the people will give me their endorsement. However, I am not taking that for granted. A race to the top job, with voters expected to hit the polls within weeks. The top Aboriginal public school students in Western Australia have been recognised. The Rob Riley Award is given to the state's best tertiary and vocational students for their outstanding results during their final year of high school. Aaron Fernandez reports for NITV News. For Micah Richards Matters, figuring out what she wanted to do in life wasn't easy. 
In year 11, I was kind of trying to decide like what I wanted to do with the rest of my life, my career. So I thought about teaching, so I did a certificate three in education support. Micah realised that teaching wasn't for her, so in year 12, she tried something different. My uncle and auntie are both police officers, so you know, I talked to my family and decided like I feel like that would be the best pathway. So I went into year 12 and I did a cert for in community service and I was able to do um, experience three months at the Cannington Police Station. After graduating high school last year, Micah is now a cadet with WA Police and this week won the Rob Riley Prize for High Achieving Vocational Education Aboriginal Students enrolled in a government school. Caleb Langan won the ATAR Award and attended the ceremony remotely from Melbourne, where he is now at university studying a Bachelor of Science and Mathematical Physics. I would be interested in a career in research at either a university or something like CSIRO. I've always enjoyed the problem-solving aspect, I think. The Rob Riley Memorial Prize is named in honour of the Western Australian activist who championed black rights for decades until his death in 1996. Sue Ellery is the WA Education Minister. Rob dedicated his life to improving um, educational outcomes uh, for Indigenous West Australians uh, and to name this in his honour I think gives it the importance that it needs. For this year's winners, the message to other Aboriginal students is simple. Enjoy what you do and don't be afraid to ask for support. Awarded student Micah Richards Matters confirms. Have fun with it. Don't overly stress over things that you know you might not be able to control. Um, always have try and get friends and family to support you. The winners each receive five thousand dollars to spend on further education and training. Residents of Lismore are facing the grueling task of having to begin the cleanup again after a second flood in little over a month. Floodwaters have begun to recede, dropping below the height of the town levee yesterday afternoon. Locals were into their fifth week of recovery before being inundated again. Many of them are frustrated at what they say is miscommunication, especially around evacuation orders. And that's adding to the sense of heaviness being felt throughout the community. Naomi Moran, general manager of the Quarry Mail, confirms. There's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of tension, there's a lot of fear of the unknown. What are they going to be returning to after the second floodwaters recede? Uh, you know, and I think there's a lot of questioning around uh, the, uh, the lack of communication in some ways leading up to this second flood, um, but also just the ongoing displacement of people. Betty Wilson has lived in and around Lismore for 22 years. She's optimistic the city will be able to rebound, but admits dealing with two floods in a space of a month has taken its toll. People just, just like empty, empty like the face, it's just nothing there. But um, we are blessed, we have a good community around here, so people support one another. The body of a woman missing in floodwaters at North Lismore has been found. While she has yet to be formally identified, Police believe it is to be that of a 55-year-old who was reported missing on Tuesday. It comes as damaging winds and abnormally high tides are expected over southern New South Wales, while floodwaters in the north of the state recede.
There are currently 13 evacuation orders in place across the northern rivers and mid-north coast, and warnings are still current for residents of Buladela, McLean, Yamba and Iluka. Nicole Hogan from the State Emergency Service told the ABC that residents should be on high alert for dangerous wind conditions. Uh, we do ask people to tie down their possessions uh, if they are able to uh, remove any loose items uh, from their backyards. We have had over 650 requests for assistance over the last 24 hours and most of those have been uh, due to the wind conditions. Uh, trees falling down and, and the like, so uh, really to be aware of those uh, damaging winds and they're likely to continue uh, over the next 24 hours. The head of the United Nations has announced the appointment of an expert panel led by Canada's former environment minister to scrutinize whether companies' efforts to curb climate change are legitimate or mere greenwashing. The launch of the panel comes amid an explosion in recent years of pledges from businesses to reduce their greenhouse emissions to net zero. Consumers are expecting that corporations play their part in the fight against global warming. Environmental campaigners say many businesses' climate action plans are at best unclear and at worst allow companies to veil any environmental misconduct. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres says corporations have a major responsibility to achieve net zero by 2050, particularly for the group of 20 major emerging and industrialized economies that account for 80% of greenhouse gas emissions. Into sports now, the Western Bulldogs have scraped in with an 11-point win over the Sydney Swans on Thursday. It's their first win of the season, following losses to Melbourne and Carlton. Bulldogs coach Luke Berridge has praised Ruckman Tim English for his performance. I thought Tim, you know, he's, he's had some games where he's had some tremendous influence, but I thought he was dominant tonight. And that's important for him and us. And, you know, when you think about the two main score origins and turnover and stoppage, um, He's been playing the turnover game pretty well for us and defensively. And let's have a look at the weather now. Broome, mostly sunny with the tops of 34. Perth is partly cloudy and 28 degrees. Adelaide, sunny and 24 degrees. Melbourne is partly cloudy and 20 degrees. Hobart, light shower or two and 17. Albury, Wodonga, sunny with the tops of 21 degrees. Canberra, partly cloudy and 18 degrees. Sydney showers and windy and 20 degrees. Newcastle showers becoming windy and 20 degrees. Brisbane is partly cloudy and 28 degrees. Townsville today is sunny with the tops of 33. Cairns also sunny and also 33 degrees. Darwin is partly cloudy with the tops of 34. And Alice Springs today is sunny with the tops of 27 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.